1: I can't stop laughing. (laughs) I love it. Let's just get this walk started,
2: baby. (laughs) Woo-woo! Oh, good
1: morning, Marissa. Is it still morning? I don't even know what time
0: it is. <laughs> I know. It is morning. Thank you for moving our podcast recording earlier so I can take my oldest daughter birthday shopping this afternoon.
1: Ooh, exciting. What kind of birthday presents are we buying? Do you know? Do you have an idea?
0: Well, yes. I'm taking her shopping specifically where she wants to go. Tomorrow is her birthday, and this afternoon we're going to go crystal shopping. Oh, nice. Yes. So although I have to say in the past month or so, I've acquired myself a number of crystals and I must not be using them properly because I'm still struggling. So I'm going right, to have to so learn about that.
1: This, let me, uh, let me tell you this or ask you, excuse me, I'm having a banana. I was having a sugar, sugar issue. Um, so very briefly last week you had mentioned at a, a small get together and outside, yet together, that mm-hmm. you were you love crystals, and you have a thing for crystals, and this was a fascinating statement since I don't think I ever heard you discuss crystals before, and I've known you considerable amount of time, but you even well, broke your crystal to show us, and I have to say it was a magnificent crystal.
0: It was my angel aura quartz one love is probably a drunken overstatement two. <laughs> you know nothing about it because it literally came up like last month when I was in Florida and it's largely a Naomi driven thing. But now I'm all like, Ooh. And I mean, I seriously probably have like close to two dozen crystals. I'm like, they're so pretty to buy.
1: So, okay. So let's, let's back up. How did Naomi get involved in crystals or now how long has she been in it? And how did she sway you into believing in them?
0: All right, well, let me take those oh, in God. reverse oh. order. Reverse order, she didn't have to sway me. She's my child, so I like to express an interest in things that interest her. Okay. Um, I'm not entirely sure how she got into them, but she's been into, like, astrology and kind of personality tests and a lot of stuff for a while now. So my guess is, you know, she just started learning about crystals and became interested
1: Okay, so So now you want that, now where are you, there's an actual place around here where you can buy crystals or check them out?
0: Yeah, there's a couple actually, one is in downtown Roswell, it's kind of like a metaphysical store, it's been there a long time actually, I've been there before, Um, and then there's one kind of over in East Roswell, so I'm not sure if we're going to go to both or if she'll pick one or what the deal is, I'm kind of on her schedule this afternoon, but, um, you know, I mean, she's going to be 18 tomorrow and I'm, I'm feeling a little declamped I'm going to share a journal entry from March 13th, 2003.
1: Oh, well, 2003.
0: Is it your journal entry? This is my, this is my Naomi oh, okay. journal okay. of her life. And I'm looking at today's date, I guess, 18 years ago. Oh. This is me. It's about 14 and a half hours until we go into the operating room. You are almost here, smiley face. We had dinner tonight at Mimi's Cafe in San Mateo with Gramps, Nana, Aunt Jillian, and Uncle Peter. Nana bought boy and girl gender-specific outfits for you and will return whichever one you are not. (laughs) I can't eat anything after midnight, and I can only drink water until 6 a.m. I'll probably be pretty miserable tomorrow morning. I still don't believe you will really be here tomorrow. If all goes well, I expect it will be the most amazing day of my entire life. Heart xoxo. XO, XO.
1: Does she know about this entry? Are you going to read it to her tomorrow on her birthday?
2: I
0: should. Well, really, I should read her tomorrow's entry, but.
1: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well,
0: you should read her both, really. Yes. I was, uh, I was pretty prolific, really. From the day I found out I was pregnant with each of my children, I wrote in a journal every single day until probably they were literally like a year or two old. Oh, so wow. So the beginning of their lives are super well documented. That's which all- incredible. Only I will appreciate, I'm sure. They'll read it and they'll be like, This is horrible.
1: This is so awkward.
0: This is so gross. Why? Not
1: really. Not really. I don't know.
0: Well, I think when they're older, maybe they'll appreciate it. But, you know, this is what I'm going to be doing when I'm old, being wheeled through my personal museum. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. December 15th, 2002. Hi, baby, baby. You are just not moving around enough. I don't know what to do about this. Should I call the doctor? I'm here all week, folks. There
1: has to be other funny milestones in there that you can read to them that they'll laugh.
0: Oh, of course. But, you know, they're hard. I haven't indexed my Google. journals. <laughs> I haven't indexed my journals yet. I don't have all the memories, uh, the entries memorized. So it's like you would have to be like, you know, just look up a date. Like, oh, what's today's date? What was I thinking of this, you know, long ago? Right. So,
2: that's awesome. But,
1: now, that's, a, that's a bottle of wine and an evening. With Jonathan just sitting on the back porch near your pool, reading them. I think that. Yeah, good- I made
0: poor Jonathan write in there sometimes, so you can imagine
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> how that worked out. He did it mostly not begrudgingly. Gotcha. If I had told him he had to write in it every day, <laughs> he would have been like, "What is happening?" Oh, my gosh. But anyway, yes, tomorrow I will be the parent of an official adult. And that's weird to me. Yeah. It's like 18 years, honestly, like, you know, at 47, 18 years to me, I'm like, yeah, I can remember 18 years. 18 years doesn't seem like that big a chunk of time. But then when you put a whole person's entire life into 18 years, it right. seems like a long time.
1: Right. <laughs> That, that Yeah, when you put it from that perspective, yeah, I agree. It's shocking. Yes. It's shocking to me that I have two more years of high school and then that's it. It goes off to college. Uh, it's shocking to me that he's driving. And I take it with, with you know, grace. It doesn't really bother me so much, but it's just, it sh- maybe that's why I'm not so bothered by it because I'm just, I can't believe it. I'm still in shock. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bothered
0: by it. And I mean, I'm, I'm thankful, I'm thankful. Yeah. Not everybody's children survived to celebrate their 18th birthdays. so. Right. I'm grateful. It's just a lot, it's just a lot. Yeah. But anywho. And it um,
1: speak of the devil, look who just- Oh yeah, out. there you go, oh, hey, hey August. Hey, good morning. The real reason why she got <laughs> Such a great driver. <laughs> That's the only reason. You are a good driver. Although I have to tell you, you know what? I don't think it's you that freaks me out. It's really the other drivers.
0: And they're horrible. But
1: the whole thing over at your tennis academy the other night, oh, parking thanks. situation. I I was yelling at him, but not at him. Like I was freaked out because of the, what the people were doing around him. Yeah. Oh, and you're like, they can't hear me. Yeah, it's hard to yell at you. I should have jumped out of the car and directed traffic and it would have just made everything a little bit easier because it was like, oh, it was scary, but hold on a second. No, I know. I got to go clean that up. My dog decided he was going to get out a bowl of peanuts last night and now there are peanuts all over the floor in the dining room. Oh. not that nice? I yeah, that sounds oh, excellent. Totally. I got to pick that up now too. So, add it to my list, my to-do list.
0: There you go. So what it, what is on what is in what's happening in your life that we should share with our podcast listeners?
1: Uh, well, well, tennis season has officially begun. You don't care, and
0: then no I'm sorry, has- you're breaking <laughs> up. I can't hear you. What? Oh, did you say you wanted to talk about tennis? We should wait. Yeah, until, well, you
1: know, you let's. We could move to that. You know, who bailed out a Dow or Dubai? I should say.
0: What do you mean? Who?
1: Uh, the pro tennis player that bailed out of the Dubai tournament. Do you know? Should I tell well, you? Well,
0: I've, I've been watching it. Are you, the women are in Dubai right now?
1: Correct. But somebody is not going to Dubai after Doha. Yes. Federer. Yes.
0: Was he lost?
1: Yes. <laughs> in Doha, he needs sure. to go
0: lick his wounds.
1: Yes. Well, that's no, seriously. One- phrased it but yes that's that's he is not he needs he feels he needs to work a little harder and get back at it in order to come back full force so he he is not going to play in dubai which is strange because that is one of his one of his tournaments he loves dubai
0: well it's also just weird that um i mean that's the problem is he needs more match play that's what's wrong yeah. with him so backing out of tournaments at this point I don't see you know how that's really gonna be a good solution but yeah I watched him play and even the match he won it was painful
1: oh was
0: it he, he's I mean listen is he better than a lot of people still out there yes right yeah is he Anywhere near as good as he once was? No. 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 And so it's just, you know, it's a little awkward. So, but yeah. that's weird. Um, yeah, just, I don't know.
1: It's sad, but you know what, I, it was. What- all of these number ones can't keep being number one forever. So, and that makes me sad, but it is what it is. We have to. Well, let's
0: just remember he hasn't been number one for a long time. And in fact, Novak no, I- has already passed him for mo- he Novak. No, now holds the record for most weeks at number one. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't disagree this. I think that it's hard to let go of somebody you really like.
0: Oh yeah. it That's true but it's painful to watch them stick around and not play at the same level to me, to me.
1: It's like when you see Serena and she keeps getting into the semifinals or finals, that's okay. She's still playing very well. Same thing with Rafa or Djokovic. They're in the top, whatever. Well, okay. Djokovic
0: is not, he's much younger than Serena and Roger. And he's younger than Rafa. So,
1: Right. But it's just, you know, you don't want to see uh, Djokovic, as long as he stays healthy, he's got many years ahead of him. Um, He could,
0: if he chooses to, yes, I think he's, I think of him a little bit. I mean, nobody is Tom Brady, of course, but if there were somebody in tennis who were close to Tom Brady, and by that, I mean, kind of the effort they put into their, um, you know, physical well-being. Yeah. Um. Like, that's Djokovic, which is why he will probably be able to stick around longer than some other people, maybe. Yeah. Um, Or stick around at a higher level, I should say. Right. Um, But anywho, yes, yes, just waiting for some, uh, you know, some tennis joy. I was disappointed because Novak isn't playing in any of these small 250 tournaments not that he needs to. The points lead he has to, over Rafa for first place. I mean, he has, like, I think three almost 3,000 more points than Rafa does. So it's not oh. like he needs to play in these little 250 tournaments. He's probably looking to, like, start working on his clay season. He doesn't need any more hardcore wins. But I wonder, I guess, is he going to Miami, though? Maybe he is.
1: I, wonder I can't what the- remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't know offhand. I imagine he is, but because that's a pretty big tournament.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see pretty soon. But uh, I
1: have
0: getting distracted, and I don't want to say something on the podcast that I'll regret.
1: Okay, right. right. Anyway. Um, I do have, I do have a wine tasting coming up, so that's starting up again, which I'm happy about. I have a wine tasting on the 27th, so that should be good. I know wines to try.ing This person wants um, wants two extra wines than the normal flight, which is normally five. So I've been doing a little research, and I am looking forward to one of the wines I'm choosing. I just have to get go out and buy it, but it's um it's a light bank Bordeaux uh, in France, and um it's one of the lesser known styles of wine of Bordeaux. So um, I I want to try it. Where are you going to get it from? I have to go over to Total Wine to get it. Thank gotcha. you. So I was happy about that. Because as soon as I typed in the name, it came up over there. So I was like, woohoo. That's it won't be too difficult to get. Um, but then I have to st- keep doing some research because she, this woman wants, since she's paying for the wine, um, I can go a little bit out of my comfort zone and get right a, something a little different. So yeah, it should be good. It should be good. And she likes red wine. So that makes it even easier. Come into
0: my comfort zone so I can hear you better.
1: Oh, um, I can't. Sorry. There <laughs> you we go. Well, I don't even know where my microphone is. Can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yes, I don't know. I want the listeners to be able to hear all your important wine notes. I, I, don't, I don't have any. We uh, did drink some wine together last week. I think, uh, our friend was touting a Bogle Zinfandel, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I always think of Zinfandel as like the, you know, the stepchild of wine. That is like not really considered a good type of wine. Is that true? Zinfandel? Yeah.
1: No, no. Okay. It's an an old world. It's varietal. Um. It's not considered one of the 12 noble grapes, which I, I don't know why I thought it was, but it's not. Um, but it's a, it's a very hardy wine and it grows generally better in warmer climates because it's a panic wine. Um, so it needs, it needs to be on the vine a little bit longer. If it's been on the vine, uh, if the vine is older than 40 years, it's considered old, old vine. Hmm. is supposed to be even better than an average Zinfandel. Um Yeah, no, it's it's a good wine. It's a good wine. I, I mean, it's just a little hardier. Like, I generally don't drink Zinfandels, because for me, they're a little heavier on my palate, and I just don't like that, but that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. But uh, yeah, it's a good wine.
0: Do they, where, could you put it on a spectrum somewhere, right? Because when I think of red, of mm-hmm. course, there's the Ironic Pinot Noir, which I think should be like the darkest, heaviest, and that's like a light red wine, and then Merlot, and then Cab Sauve. So where would Zinfandel fit on that kind of basic non-wine expert assessment?
1: <laughs> probably, probably the heaviest.
0: Oh, heavier than Cab Sauv, really? Yeah,
1: uh huh. It comes. Did up. I not drink any of that wine then? No, I maybe think I did.
0: Okay, maybe I didn't because I don't like. I mean, in red, I'm almost strictly a Pinot Noir person. I might do a Malbec every once in a while or something a little different. I actually was um, out with some other friends outdoor dining recently as well, and we had this red blend called Conundrum. Yes. Have you ever heard of that? Yep. That was pretty good. I'm always a little suspicious of blends just because I'm not a big red wine drinker, so I'm always and maybe it would be a little bit, you know, um, heavy for me. But it was good.
1: Blends should never really be too heavy. I mean, do you, well, I, I take that back. Do you like Bordeaux? Because those are blends.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I like Beaujolais.
1: Okay, that's the light. That's made from the Gamay grape, Gamay. And that's usually one of the, the. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a very light fruity wine. Okay. Hey, That's like a table wine in France.
0: I know. I I like it. I first came across it like probably 11 years ago when I was doing uh, Julia Child's Mastering the Art of French Cooking. And it was like, yeah, let's put some Beaujolais in this recipe. I
1: I do love Beaujolais. That's how I started drinking wine. I started drinking Beaujolais.
0: Yeah. It's nice. I I haven't had one
1: in a long time. I should get back into it. They're not, they're not. I put this, they're not easy to find. There's not a bit like they have them. They're out there, but there's not a wide selection of them. So it's like mm. you go to maybe the local grocery store here, you'll find two or three. But if you go to total one, you might find oh. maybe eight or nine. Like it's just not a lot. Right. From. Well, there's a
0: there's a label or a vineyard I like and I, I feel like it's like Louis Jadot.
1: Yes. That's the main brand coming out of there.
0: Yeah, that's the Beaujolais that I like. So yeah,
1: Most people do. I usually have a bottle of it floating around here. That's now let me it's- ask you this. Do you ever chill your red wine? Yeah, but if you do, just chill it for like five minutes. Five ah, minutes. Oh, okay. That's, and then you serve it. Um, I mean... You don't want it cold, but they, that they tend to do that a little bit in in Europe and it's recommended like a pinot for some reason gets better if you chill it for five minutes. Hmm. So it's recommended that you do, you don't have to, of course, um, um, room temperature is fine, but if you're going to store it, it needs to be stored in a, a cooler place. And that's probably why it tastes better.
0: Interesting. I like it. I like it. I don't I have to say, I don't have a lot of good wine in my house right now. In fact, I have some like, I don't know, weird wine, I'm gonna say, that people have given me over the years that we've never consumed because again, we're not big wine drinkers and a lot of it is red and we don't really like that. Like right. there's a there's some type of uh wine that people kept giving us something like Robert Strong or something oh, from the yeah. Alexander Valley. And I'm just like, uh. I mean, I should let you that look at it. Been a Cabernet
1: Sauvignon.
0: Yeah. I should let you look at it. Cause like seriously with the move coming up I, the other day, I was almost going to open bottles of wine and just pour them down the sink because oh. I know <laughs> because I don't know what they are. I'm not going to drink them. And therefore I'm not interested in packing and moving them.
1: Right. 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 And since
0: I don't know if they're any good, it's not like I would want to serve them to somebody.
1: All right, I'll take, I will gladly take a look. Oh, I like your sweatshirt or t shirt. My seesaw
0: shirt. My seesaw shirt. I know we got to get on that trip. But for now, we've got to go over to MB's Corner. A.M.B., how's it going? Hello! We have a lot to uh, catch up with you on. Yes. I know. Where do you want to start? Do you want to tell us about Kennesaw? Do you want to tell us about high school? I think you should start with one of those, two.
2: Kennesaw.
0: All right. So tell the listeners what you did.
2: I... When I had an admissions interview with this advi- with this advisory committee,
0: and not just that though, you were there for like quite a while doing other yeah. things, right? They provided us lunch. Well, okay, well, build the day for me. You get in the car with your mom. You head over to Kennesaw. You get there. What happened? We went upstairs. Okay, you entered a building. This is like one of those old school games. Then what'd you do?
2: Then I just waited for me to be called into my interview. I did the interview first? No, there was... There were three of us already there. And I was the third one in the line to do my interview. Okay. Then after that... Uh, I went to go help putting food in bags for people that are homeless.
0: Okay, so a service project. Yes, that's nice.
2: And then we came back from that and did some assessments. Like Um, academic assessments? Yes. Okay. And then after that, we had
0: lunch. Okay, now I'm gonna walk you back and drag a little more detail out of you. How many people were in this admissions interview with you? How many people were asking you questions? Six. Holy oh, mother! Wow.
2: Were you like defending a dissertation for crying out loud? Really? There were there were six people. That a- is a
0: lot. I assume they were all nice. They were. Okay, that's good. How long did that take about?
2: I forget.
0: Well, are we talking like, did it feel like five or 10 minutes or more like 30 to 40? It, it was a
2: 10 minute interview.
0: Okay. And was it kind of like give and take? Like they gave you some information and asked you a few questions or did they just start right in on the questions?
2: They just. I introduced myself. Okay. And then we went into the questions. Okay. Nice. I like it.
0: And I know what you really want to share with the listeners is what they feed you for lunch.
2: (laughs) They have a. I had Chick fil A. What? I thought you said Uh, burger and fries. Uh, Th- they allow us to have multiple options. Oh, okay. It was like one of those buffets, or it was like Buffet. one of those buffets. I'll a yeah. Okay. Awesome. Go back for seconds and stuff. Oh my gosh!
0: All right, so they're rolling out the red carpet for you. Yes. I'm hungry <laughs> now. Based off of you know that experience. Did that make you um, put Kennesaw ahead of Bellevue, or are they still equal, or where are you in your thinking?
2: Kennesaw's at number one, and Bellevue's at number
0: two. Okay, not surprising. I do think sometimes when and you catch- actually persuade got
2: persuaded.
0: Yes. Well, it's very persuasive when you can go somewhere and, you know, see what's happening and what it's like and all that, so- all right. Well, so that's good. Did they give you any idea when they make their admissions
2: decisions? It was their spring break this week. Okay. So I might, so I might know next week. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, hi. I will say, don't be totally surprised if you don't, though, because I feel like when I was filling out the recommendation form, it said the deadline for that was April 1st. So maybe they won't maybe they won't make that decision until that deadline passes. Maybe you'll find out when you're in Florida on your spring break. Yes. Because this is your last spring break as a high schooler MB. woo Yes. And so uh you've well All right, you and Reese can both explain this to me. I know you had to be virtual this past week because you were exposed to somebody who tested positive for COVID, but the high school was virtual for part of the week anyway, or did they expand it to all the whole week?
1: It started out as as us being off Friday and Monday due to a teacher work day. So we knew we had off those two days. And then it was, they went virtual for one or two days. And then they just decided to let it go virtual until the following week. So it was like an extra day Wednesday that they made us virtual. And then it went into, we're all going back on Tuesday.
0: I see. Okay. So um, it
1: same extended, but it was Monday and Tuesday we were told to be virtual. And then they just figured, well, hey, this is a little, uh, two things. I think they figured out that it was a little worse than they initially thought it was once they started doing all the contact contact tracing right so they just kept it as well as stay out wednesday since you already or wednesday and thursday since you already have off friday and monday
0: gotcha gotcha okay interesting all right so as it turns out mb you didn't actually miss any in-person school days no and you had your test and you came back negative
2: yep Woohoo. <laughs>
0: Yeah, those PCR tests are no joke. Those are the ones where they try to touch your brain.
1: Yeah, right? I, I mean, know. So a little weird bad. After
0: that, I know. Yeah, they mess with stuff. There's something never, nothing should ever be poked up that far while you're conscious. Right, right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, thank you, MB, for giving us that. um, update on what's been going on on the school academic side of your life. What else, what else would you like to chit chat about?
2: I did. I did go for a walk this morning. Nice.
0: Okay. I applaud you. Cause it's not like a very, I mean, it's warmish, right? But it's not very attractive day. It's gray. great. No, and- it's,
1: it's actually very warm. I mean, my dog was panting. <sighs> That's oh right. All
0: your morning exercise people. You're making me feel very, Lazy. I'm only at 131 calories in one exercise minute. <laughs> I'm
1: sure you'll make up for it because it's supposed to be up in the 70s today. So even though it's cloudy, what we're doing, what's happening is we're gearing up for a week of rain. So it's going to start raining Monday straight through the week. So it affects... See, here's the other thing from with school. It affects August schedule because they are... They rescheduled two tennis matches, and they already had two, so they'll have four this week, which will probably all get canceled due to rain.
0: It rained out anyway, yes. Well, I'm flying down to Florida on Tuesday, so I'm going to the sun. I'll try to get a little bit squeezed up here to you guys, but, yeah, I saw the forecast for next week here, and it looked bad.
1: Yeah. Bad,
0: bad, bad, bad.
1: Hey, how long is that flight? Like an hour and a half? It's not bad, right?
0: I don't even know if it's an hour and a half.
1: Wow. (laughs) Maybe
0: it's probably like an hour twenty, maybe. Yeah, it's okay. not not too bad. Cool. But uh, yeah, I've got to do some. Uh, I've got to do some moving. Today is not a high move day.
1: Ah, sorry. You have plenty of time. It's not even twelve yet.
0: What are you doing there, MB? Some stretches? Is your yeah. watch telling you to move?
2: Yeah, my watch
1: is telling me to stand. No, uh,
2: I hate it when it does that.
1: I think I don't I'm just gonna set it for like two hours because I'm done with it. I don't. I'm like I don't even know what the purpose of the stand motion is. It's like, give me a We've talked
0: about this. No,
1: but it bothers me when I'm already at like seven hundred calorie burned and I still have two more hours of stand to go. And I'm like, are you kidding me with this?
0: I know. That's right. I uh, yes, if the Apple Watch programming were smarter, it would, like, compensate it to be like, clearly you've done enough. You don't have to stand. Right. I know, I know. It's all good. Well,
1: it doesn't work out for me because I have a hard time relaxing, so I am always getting up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I don't have that problem, so. (laughs) I still have to get eight more stand hours today oh my gosh all right but speaking of you know standing moving and that more extreme form of that known as athleticism mb sent me some disturbing news the other day that the patriots have re-signed cam newton to a one-year contract who does that does bill belichick have a brain tumor is robert (laughs) kraft dying
1: who, who does that? Zach Prescott is back with the Cowboys, and that's all that matters. <laughs>
0: well, that's fine. That makes sense.
1: Hiring, yeah. re-signing
0: a quarterback who performed more poorly than probably like a <laughs> Division Three <III laughs> quarterback and led the Patriots to their worst record in decades. They didn't even make the playoffs. They didn't have a winning record. I don't understand. How do you re-sign him? I don't know. It's um,
1: appalling. Maybe they just don't think they don't know what type of talent's going to come up in the draft. So they're key. And it doesn't, when I wonder what's in the contract, I wonder if it says they're signing him, but is he going to be the lead quarterback? That doesn't guarantee him anything, does it? I haven't dug into it
0: because of the horror, but <laughs> yes, it could be. I mean, you know, I supposedly last year he had to compete for the starting job. You know, they have this guy who was back up behind Brady for a number of years. This kid, well, I don't even know if you could call him a kid anymore, Jarrett Stidham. And it's like they drafted him in the fourth round, however many years ago. And clearly they're not making him their quarterback.
1: Ooh,
0: so that is kind of harsh. Yeah. It's like, give him a chance. I mean, even when Cam was. Atrocious this season. It's like they barely put that guy in. So
2: that's weird. I know. We Hooray. had a Michael's corner. We diverged. What? <laughs> We diverged.
0: Well, we're talking sports. What's your yeah. sports news?
2: There's there hasn't been any more news on Russell Wilson. Well, there you go. There you go. And that's okay. I
0: don't have any news about him. No, nope. tell you that.
1: Yep. No news. He's a little too quiet. Yeah.
0: Well, what else do you want to talk about, MB?
2: March I, I'm going to fill out my bracket tomorrow.
0: Ooh, all right. Yes, that's right. So share with the listeners, you're one of the March Madness maniacs, People. right? Yes. Can you give us a sneak
2: preview? No. No. I haven't. Se- I haven't seen the. I haven't seen the teams yet. Oh well, wait. They do a selection show, and then they put the teams into a bracket. Oh,
0: I'm confused. The teams so, that have made the playoffs aren't already decided.
2: There's some teams decided, but there's but there's automatic bids and stuff. Oh. Like that. oh. Okay, well, this sounds
0: like a very complicated system about which I know very little.
1: Yeah, me too. I don't know anything about it.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to share about that? No. No? Uh, well, what else do you have for us? I mean, you know, we can keep it in the MB realm of topics if you have more topics you want to cover.
2: yeah. The voting issues going on here in Georgia—that is really appalling, isn't it?
0: Yes. Why don't you share with the listeners a little bit about what you know about what's going on, since some of our listeners don't. They're going to try and
2: make—they're trying to make food and water illegal for people that wait in lines. Okay. What? I literally have not heard of this bill.
0: Holy yes. crap! They are trying to tell you they're trying to tell people standing in line to vote that they oh is it that they won't let other people bring them food and water remember how people were wow wow i'm sorry are we living in like a fascist state here where we're controlling what people can give to other people sorry i don't know if that's a fascist state but that's Wow. I mean, if there's anything.
1: I don't know how that affects anything else. I mean. Well, because people,
0: maybe they won't stand in line as long. You know, they won't stand in line for 10 hours to vote. It'll be a less pleasant experience. I mean, obviously, people can bring their own food and water.
2: Right. But I wonder if anybody's online
1: saying, you know, handing out a bag of potato chips and saying, hey, here's a bag of Lay's. And by the way, vote for so-and-so. And then I don't know. Can you do that? Maybe that's not what they're trying to prevent, but that just seems weird, but maybe not. I don't
0: know. Well, so now you're getting into restricting free speech, which you can't. So, I mean, there are rules about how close you can canvas to a polling station because, yes, you're not supposed to. If you're, you know, working for somebody's campaign or you're, you know, there with signs, you're not supposed to come up and... Be able to bug the voters. So, but I'm sorry, you know what? Maybe then they just need to have more oversight on the canvassing thing. Because, first of all, nobody, I've never, in all my years of voting here in Georgia, I've never seen any type of law enforcement actually, you know, doing anything about where people are canvassing. They mostly know you have to stay 150 feet away, and they do. Um, But yeah, they're, Going a little crazy here. I mean, I saw there are so many bills they're introducing. And it really, you know, of course, the Republicans, they're trying to claim that, you know, uh, they're maintaining the integrity of the vote. Let us remind the listeners that they, again, have never produced any evidence anywhere of massive fraud, even though that's what they kept alleging the entire election. And now here in Georgia, these Republican, you know, lawmakers, I mean, they are being truly appalling they're trying to limit weekend voting because and they're trying to limit voting buses because they don't like it that in particular i guess it's a thing with black churches like after you go to church on sunday you get on the voting bus and they'll take right. you to vote right so once again here in georgia we're trying to uh, disenfranchise african americans which is why the Supreme Russia. Court never should have undone the Voting Rights Act. Georgia and many other crappy Southern states should still be under federal oversight for their elections. That's what it was reinforced to me and is continually being re- reinforced to me as these horrible Republican legislators are at the state Capitol now, horrible. I'm getting Every by single one of them that votes for these crap voting bills They're a horrible person. Yes. That's right, I said it. There you go.
2: I'm getting my my vaccine on Wednesday. You what? what? I'm getting my vaccine on Wednesday. Oh, you got an appointment.
0: That's awesome, congratulations. Do you know which
2: one? Not yet.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to get Jonathan on it because as of Monday, he's old enough to get an appointment. right i know north side has a bunch of stuff going on and they're distributing pfizer but i don't know about other places
1: i kind of like the one shot deal and i like i'm like i like what i'm hearing about johnson and johnson so i'm gonna try and keep pursuing that line of thought and see what comes out we'll know more about it within the next couple weeks but
0: well, so you'll have to give me the update because like I said, I don't like that it's like 20% less effective than Pfizer and Moderna. And like I said, last I heard when we talked about this before is Johnson & Johnson knows its shot isn't good enough and they're working on a two-shot solution as well. I mean, Johnson & Johnson will prevent you from dying,
1: but... No, but the uh, the, the difference between Johnson and & Johnson and the other two is what I'm hearing from two folks. One person I know who works at Emory and one was a, is a student. What they're hearing is that the Johnson and Johnson um, protects you from all the current um, uh, what's it? variants.
0: Variants. Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: So I'm like I said though I don't you know this is only two people. I haven't right. heard from the news or whatever. I'm just waiting to hear more on it. And you know it is what it is. I mean the fact that we even have three vaccines available to us now maybe not available to us personally. Right, but, but available. It's pretty impressive. And I don't really like it when people go on and complain about the rollout because I feel like it's better here than probably most countries. I think a lot more people are getting it quicker now that we've had, we have a process in place. I knew that the rollout wouldn't work within the first month, but it has gotten a lot better, and I think people are, are able to get it. But it's, it's still difficult, but it's getting better.
0: Yeah, keep our fingers crossed.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I think uh, Biden was, you know, giving a speech recently. I haven't been following this as closely. I just saw a headline that Biden said by May 1st, he wanted everyone, every adult in the country to be able to get a vaccine. And he, I guess maybe in his speech says that he really thinks that by July 4th, we'll be back to more of a pre-pandemic normal.
1: Yes, he said you we won't have, you know, these uh, huge events like we normally would, but you'll be able to hang out in your backyard or with a group of people and and be safe about it. So
2: fingers uh, crossed.
1: Uh, yes, fingers crossed. We have tennis events to go to, Babs. So this February oh, I,
0: <laughs> I know. Frankly, if this wasn't a pandemic world, you and I would probably be down in Miami.
1: That's right. Gosh, so. it's not difficult.
0: Let's go. Anyway, have you been watching any of the tennis MB? No. The smaller, there's a bunch of smaller tournaments. It's been kind of crazy on the tennis channel. Like the men and women are, you know, in the Middle East, but there's also some tournaments in the South of France. There's some in South America. So everybody's like scattered all over the place. There's probably like 15 hours of tennis a day.
2: I've been seeing highlights of Federer
0: though. Oh, yeah, well, you know, he didn't do too well, and Marissa was telling me that he's kind of going home and licking his wounds. He's not going to yeah.
1: play. Yeah, as a matter of fact, there have been a um because I, I what I do is during the day, I just tune in to see if there's any good matches people I know playing. So I got to watch Tsitsipas lose to a French dude yesterday. I don't know what tournament that was a bear. In. Yeah. Um, Yeah, So I'm not really almost paying attention to what tournament, I'm just mostly paying attention to the player, but I think it might have been France.
0: That was Marseille, yeah.
1: Okay. I got my hour. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh my
0: gosh. So what are you going to do with the rest of your weekend, MB? I don't know yet. Are you going to do some more moving and some more exercise, right? Yes. That's good. Are you going to do your bracket? Yes. You'll have to text us a picture once you have it filled out.
2: I had a dentist appointment
0: last week. Ugh, not fun.
1: Yeah, but that was good. You survived. You only had a cleaning and no cavities, correct?
2: Yes. No cavities.
1: Woo-woo! Huzzah! <laughs> it was a quick in-and-out appointment. Good. So hey, I told you it wouldn't be that bad. <clears throat> that's the way we like it. And even then, I feel like dentistry has come a long way since we were kids. Like cavities, they take like 15 minutes to fill. I feel like it was like hours when I was, a kid, but that might be because I was a kid and I'm putting it in a different perspective. As or you just I-
0: had really big cavities. <laughs> <laughs> and on that happy note, everybody brush and floss.
2: Thank you. you. Know?